with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the street, but leads him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come All right. Good morning, everybody. Can you make these these go up? Oh, you need yours? I need mine up a little bit. I just bit shake higher, it a little so bit. I, no, just knock the rust off of it. Uh, test one, two. Testing one, He's two. the middle one. I need mine. Uh-uh. No. Uh, can't hear it any better. No, I can hear, but just, I wonder. There you go. There you go. Your feedback. All right. Your, your, your gunshot ears. Are, uh, Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse on our Easter edition. Ding, 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 I can ding, tell ding. you, it's not about bunnies. <laughs> it's about our, but it is our Easter edition. My name is TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Good morning. Uh, Beefsteak is in the house. Oh, yeah. And um, Road Rash is in the base camp we are in the undisclosed location again this year this day this saturday it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch but we call it home on sunday morning seven to nine talking hunting fishing on the outdoor zone radio network Whew, okay i'm a little discombobulated <laughs> nothing a little bit coffee here and some i don't know why you're discombobulated on the drive into the bunker here this morning i uh i saw a plethora of Easter bunnies along the side of the road. Squished mean, or no, intact? No, not yet. They were intact. Yeah. Some cottontails, some, uh, you know, long-eared jacks. You know, that's jacks. A, shouldn't that be the traditional meal for uh, for Easter? That's kind of... Instead of ham? That's kind Everybody of uh, counter-Easterish in my mind. In my mind, it has a big statement. It's lovely. We're going to let the what rabbit sounds like to Jesus. me. We're going to yeah, take... It sounds like a lot of crying children did, around the country did i ever tell you that story about the how easter bunny for is in the we <laughs> barbecue pit we we <laughs> took a uh, we took a pinata a five foot pinata of a uh bugs bunny kind of looking you know easter bunny all white and for the boys we uh for easter and for koz it was on easter weekend and we ended up putting not only did we fill it with arrows, but we put uh, tannerite in the head of it and uh, and gave it a good shot with the old 270. And there was a Easter bunny everywhere. 
It was really cool. That's, so we said we're we're taking the Easter Bunny. We're putting Jesus back in Easter and taking the Easter Bunny out. And they will never forget that. that. Your son was there. Yeah. And he videotaped the whole thing, and he thought it was the coolest thing. And kids were running around, I got the lucky leg. Look. Seven million views on Got to YouTube. Put, <laughs> forgot to click on monetize. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we were. I was driving down the road, uh, driving down the road yesterday or the day before, and uh, I saw two things. I saw two. It, it was. I don't know why, but there was two turtles coming off out of the ditch to Sounds cross like the a road. Start up a good joke. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and uh, one was just you know your regular old box turtle that you see everywhere, just that people grab them and take them home. And then the other was a snapping turtle. I didn't know. And that I had seen a yeah a, a alligator snapping turtle. Or but whatever. I mean, they were together. They were just no, 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 no. Down. One was oh. one yeah, was about a mile down the on the same road, but about a mile down. This and, is my protection. And he was going across. <laughs> I take him everywhere I go. And when we saw him, he bites uh, the fingers off. Mrs. Granny said, "Oh, look at that! Oh no, that's terrible." She said that about the little one. She did not say that about the snapping turtle. <laughs> did it have the orange? I on told it? her all that good. On the snapping turtle. The oh, orange. I don't know. We were going 40 miles an hour and oh. it was just over on the side of the road but uh i told her i said you can eat those that's good groceries right there we go back we have some <laughs> i thought you were going to take it home soup. and you had to save and put it in your pond and i thought you were going to go with that a big story like your that. pond yeah that about, is the last thing i want in my pond is that 42 day. minutes your pond <laughs> would be toast well you want to get rid of some of those catfish don't you you'd have a plethora of buzzards lining the bank yeah be cool just <laughs> nature activity. So yesterday at the pond on the pond pond project, I, uh, I thought you were done. Man, I put uh, just a small group of those cattails and lily pads in one corner. Yeah, they were uh, there. Holy cow! Yeah, you just would not believe the root system in those things. <laughs> I mean, it took everything I had to get. A section of those out of the pond. It's a lined pond. Like it's not like they're buried okay. down in the dirt. Well, it was lined, but now you have root systems. <laughs> no, they don't grow Ink. through that stuff. But it's sure. just amazing to me how it, yeah, uh, how they're tied together like that and stuff. But anyway, got the got the fountain going again for Mrs. Grainy and wow. Anyway, that was my day, and I noticed you were. Hammering at the farm. Yeah, I went. On the porch. I uh, I have been working at this old farmhouse, and uh, you know we're building the house out on some out on some property, and we had our foundation, and we're building a barn dominium. You know, and, are they uh, deliver your metal yet? No, it's hopefully this week. It was kind of dependent on this rain situation. You know, you got to be able to get back there. I don't have it paved or anything yet, and uh, and so. There's a twenty thousand pound sky lift coming to oh, that they got to deliver. Really? Otherwise, the metal the they get the metal back there. Yeah, I got eighteen inch beams going. I mean, it's it's going to be a massive steel. You're doing an upstairs deal, like a loft. Half of it, a loft. A loft. Yeah. Is that your personal area? You need to. No, that'll be sailors to. area. <laughs> <laughs> it's soundproof. I'll send, yeah, I'll send my little girl up the there. The lock is on the outside to yeah. do her homework, but. Uh, we, uh, so that's kind of, you know, we poured our foundation and kind of waiting on that deal. We've had a lot of rain out and out. out. Hey, how's the, 
how's the pond? The pond's good. It's coming up about uh, it's a couple feet up from where it was. I've got a well right there that I've got to get. I've got to. I know, out how but to this get. all this rain that's passed through. I know, but we've had that but we've had soaking rains, right? So it's just been soaking the ground. It hadn't been flooding. You know, we need one of those three inches in two hours kind of rains. We don't need it. We don't need that well, rain, no, that one went north of us. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. She gone. It yeah. it just skipped north of us. Yeah. We watched it. Last night go before I went to bed I looked down there and I thought, Holy cow, it's coming. Nah, but I saw that it was gonna What about north. the emergency <laughs> alert this morning that came out? No, it was stupid. And the tornado warning. Is it day late? Is that what the problem is? No, no we got it last night, so it says, yeah, uh, I guess you I got are. it at 6 a.m. this morning, I know. and the stuff was already gone by. It's it, it says it's in effect until 6.15 a.m. Take cover and listen. Okay. Wow. So, so yeah, take cover and listen. <laughs> listen to the outdoors zone. Live right. in the book house. Yeah. So we, uh, anyway. I started working on the old farmhouse. There's a farmhouse on the property. When we bought the property, the realtor that we bought it from that was listing it said it was a teardown uh, farmhouse. Well, that I'd was first thing you don't ever say that to Cody. <laughs> no. yeah, I like, try me. <laughs> Tear this down? Oh, man, yeah. there ain't, there's enough two-by-fours. So I, going up. I started looking at it and started digging into it, and it's got some solid bones. It's back dated back to the 30s. And, like, your 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 four uh, two-by-fours are real actual two, two inches by four inches. Rough yeah, it's wood. got and they're four like by petrified. fours. They're like petrified. You can't drive a nail into them. Yeah. There ain't no just nailing into them. And uh, so, yeah, and it's got four-by-fours, like every four feet. In the walls. In the walls. And, uh, I mean, it's it's stout. The whole thing is lined with what's everybody putting up, the uh, shiplap, mm-hmm. like real shiplap. The uh, whole old school wood whole stuff, huh? inside and outside walls all shiplapped all the way around. But there, it but it also has zero insulation in those old houses. <laughs> Is the electricity yeah. on the outside of the wall? No, no. Oh, there's okay. a bunch of run. Well, there's a mix match. The guy that had it before <laughs> kind of did. It, the good thing about having some electric in the walls, of course, I'm not going to utilize any of it, but. I have something to tie on to to pull new wires through, right? Oh. Maybe if it's not, you know, uh, stapled down or nailed down. No, right? it's not. It's I just hanging there. Stapled, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> no, nothing, nothing stapled there. It's all loose. I've been pulling on it. And, oh, and okay. You can pull it back and forth. but uh, They laid it in there then. Yeah, so okay. I'll, I'll be dropping new electric in it. But anyway, my idea is to get the outside firmed up, shirt up, uh, and... Uh, waterproofed, you know, painted, waterproofed. I'm going to put a new roof on it before I even go inside and start the remodel inside, and that way it's, you know, solid. And this week, I mean, I had my, I had my, you know, two ton jack out, and I, there's one corner. I took a level to that whole house, and it's all within the lines. That's what I call within the lines on a level. If you look at the level, uh-huh, you got yeah. the two lines and the bubble. Right, I noticed you're that way. If, yeah. If uh-huh. the bubble is outside the lines, then you got a problem. <laughs> if it's within the lines, you're good on a four foot level. <laughs> and <laughs> on a 1930s farmhouse, by God, that's good. It's a factor of level, is yeah. what it's called, right? And so, yeah. <laughs> and there's, but there was one corner that was you could note, you know, was noticeably low. And and I got in there and I started tearing it out, and you, 
there's kind of a weird joint there. There's like this weird cut they made to like put the house beam together and they must so have I, some I got up under it, jacked it up, put some blocks under there, put some concrete blocks under there and it's still a little off, but it's a lot closer it's than it was. The, within the bubble. Within the bubble, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you can always fine tune it as you go along. That's a lot of work. How about you, Beef? You know, I've been uh, staying home and uh, taking care of business at the house. I've learned that there's a lot to do there that I have put off for a long time. Yeah. Paint? And, uh, no, 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 not paint. It has to do with uh, mainly about a shed and about organizing my hunting stuff, which took over <laughs> the whole house and pantry and all shelves and pool table and, uh, you know, I need a gun safe is what I need. I'll tell you what, we got to come, you got to get that one well, out of there. you disappeared my, on me this week. My, I uh, mean, you just took off and without a word. He's supposed to go there to the farmhouse and help me. He got all upset, so I re-paneled the whole, or re-sided the whole front of the farmhouse, right? And he came last week, uh-huh. and I got, like, we got, like, Donated om- today. Almost. To help him understand how to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guiding principles half, half a day don't let him fool you and we got half uh, we got half the front sided uh-huh and then he goes now don't finish this front till i get back i'll be back i'm gonna come back and help you finish this front i, I want to help with that i'm like all right so I, the next day comes i'm working on some other stuff i put a door mm-hmm. in the next day comes i'm working on some other stuff by yeah. the third day i was like all this material sitting there on the front porch i'm walking around it he said, for forget it. it. I'm finishing this front. And then he sees a picture yesterday and calls, I saw you finish the front. <laughs> what are you doing? It was like eight days ago. <laughs> I'm so I'm glad you got there. it finished because that was just reverse psychology. It's something I've been doing to you since you were two uh, years old. That's right. Well, uh, all right, this is the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. McBride's Guns, you know what? We're going to talk about gun sales here in a little bit, but gun sales is through the roof. And to find the right firearm, to get get the right one for you, you need to go and take a look at McBride's Guns. They're the ones with the uh, the collection, the the uh, the uh, the ones that not collection, but uh, selection that you guys want. They're right. family owned and operated, local full service firearm dealers. And uh, whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry, they can help you. The McBride staff has been there for years. You'll find uh, McBride's in the same place, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is our hometown gun shop. We'll talk a little fishing on the flip side, plus all your favorite segments uh, coming up 7 to 9 a.m. every Sunday morning right here. Catch us 24-7, 365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. And do all my sorrow. This is the only price I'll pay. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? All right. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Sunday morning, 7 to 9, or 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. 
RamTruck.com. There's only one place in Central Texas to get Ram Truck of your dreams. It's Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off the 2020 Ram Trucks at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. And the 1500 Ram 1500's Texas Auto Riders Truck of the Year. And for good reason, better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features. Safety features. You're also guaranteed Nile's personal promise, same promise he's been making for over 30 years, to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring them the signed buyer's order, and they'll beat it. Hey, and they'll do all the online shopping. They'll build your truck online for you, help you pick out the one you want. You can do all your financing, and you can just pull up, and they'll deliver it to you right there. Uh, don't worry about any of that Corona stuff over there at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They got you covered. Supercenter size selection shavings on the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Last week we were talking uh, a lot about how Parks and Wildlife and our Governor Abbott has uh, initiated that hunting and fishing clarified that hunting and fishing activities are um you know essential and uh that that these are activities that we still need to be able to do understanding that we're not helping with we're not contributing to spreading this virus deal right and uh when we're out turkey hunting or when we're out fishing in the middle of the lake so i we were all in praise of governor abbott and the texas parks and wildlife and talking about how texas parks and wildlife doing some great things and then to 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 you know uh get people outside and and still enjoy the outdoors in the midst of this insane uh time that we're going through at the same time not two days later, we get a press release that the Texas Parks and Wildlife Parks are closing. Yes, for especially for Easter weekend. Indefinitely, they're closing. There's too many people in the parks. So my thought is, I, I lost it. I mean, I, I'll flat out tell you, I lost it. I was I was pissed. And I was upset. I was angry because... I thought they understood the reality instead of the this whole, you know, we're just, we're, their butts, we're right? just getting people yeah. together and people are congregating too closely. And look, the same people that are going to get together and congregate too closely are going to do it in their backyard barbecues. They're going to do it wherever, right? They're going to do it anywhere on their back porches in in their in their houses they're going to congregate regardless at a park i went to the busiest boat ramp in central texas this past week on wednesday i went to fayette fayette county lake there were guys that i knew from east texas that had driven three and a half hours to fish fayette for a day because it was one lake that was open that the boat ramp was open at the time and I mean, the lake was packed. There was only one boat ramp open on the lake. It's a tiny lake. Guess what? I still didn't get within six feet of anybody. <laughs> there were yeah, every boat lane was filled up. You know how far six feet is? You go into a grocery store, you're within 
It's between you and me right now. That's six yeah. feet. Yeah. And I got and me. <laughs> and and okay. I got nowhere Sketchy. close. I got nowhere close to anybody. And the park was packed. So my thought is, Texas Parks and Wildlife has a million plus acres. I know that they have a million acres alone that they allow yeah. public hunting on. Just public hunting, and I know that you can't hunt majority of their areas. So there's millions of acres. Yes. How many people are going to those parks? Divide that by six feet, and you got plenty of dirt to spread out. And 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 I know cities have been closing their city parks because of the same reason. When in reality, six feet is six feet, right? Isn't that this magic number that they keep throwing around? Well, we, we're still six feet apart. There may be 100 people there, but you can be six feet apart. Well, part of the, part of the problem that, they're, that they were struggling with was staff. They, didn't, they apparently couldn't figure out staffing. They were right. worried about bathrooms. and Bathrooms have been shut down at state parks for months. I've been to numerous of them over the last several months. The bathrooms have all been shut down. Nobody's at the attendance. It's all... Uh, it's honest box, honest box yeah. put your five dollars in a box and and move on I mean that's just fine that's fine that's how it used to be anyway it, they See, used to not all be staffed anyway no, rarely were they staffed in a lot of these parks that I utilize for the boat ramp on these lakes and so and so I look and now parks and wildlife has put up a list of open boat ramps well there's like eight of them on this list Where across the state of Texas. There's Choke Canyon open back up, uh, one boat ramp, uh, Cooper Lake State Park, Colorado Bend State Park, Go Goose Island State Park, a, a few on the coast there, Mustang Island, a lot on the coast. But my deal is now you're concentrating. The guys like me that are going to fish anyway, I'm going to find somewhere to get on the water. That's my right to go fishing. I can go fishing. If you can't tell me, if, you, if you're going to tell me that I can't go fishing, then I'm going to be an outlaw. I'm going to ride, I'm going to ride gunslinging like outlaw because I live in the United States of America where my freedoms will not be infringed upon if I'm doing it in an honest, respectable, safe manner. There's zero reason that I can't do what I'm honestly allowed to do, what I, what I, pay my taxes for what I live in this country for why I have not got citizenship anywhere else in the world is because we live in the greatest country there is and you can't infringe upon the freedoms the whole reason this country came about is for the freedom right to but, to to find that freedom and so <clears throat> so when you close these boat ramps and you close these parks and but you leave a few open now, now they've got this thing on the front page, first so thing, because there was an outroar, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. You can't keep me off the lake. Well, now there's an outroar, so now they're like, okay, well, here's, here's seven of them, eight of them that are open. Well, now all you're doing is you're just bringing us closer and closer and closer the and closer up. together. Yeah, because I'm going to drive three hours to go to this lake. You know, the, the guys that were driving three hours to come to, to Fayette. They're, we're going to get condensed and condensed and condensed, and now you're just condensing the whole well, thing. Well, I think you're if you had the, it open, you're part you got of millions one, of acres. You're part of the one percenter then. One percenters are going to go out and do that. 
the, I don't think the so. Problem, I don't think so. The problem was like at Mary Moore Seawright Park, some of the public parks. Yes. I was down. I was down on Town Lake in that area, packed. All those the green belts all back up in there off of Mopac and all that stuff, packed. Within full six of people. feet. Oh hell no! People were just packed in there. It, it was and just like were, Barton Springs when they showed yeah. that. Lower part, right? Right. Where everybody's just flopping and in there. And they're going to do it. People are going to do it. And it, right or wrong, That's, you know, they're, they're trying, to, be they're trying to figure out what to do with this. I, I, I think the whole thing was kind of blown out anyway. But uh, I, it's not my call to judge that. If I wanted to be in politics and be a part of that conversation, I would be. I think they did it for Easter. Because and I think, Easter- what's, I think what's going to happen is next week, Everything's going to start opening back up, and we're going to get back to work. I think it's going to take two weeks. I think they're 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 going to keep with the government issue. I think we're going to stay in this until the end of the month. They're just going to say if you've already this far in, we might as well do two more weeks, and we might as well just flush well, it out. And but you, you know, think about it. At Easter Sunday, Easter weekend, that's when all the families would get together under the pavilions at the parks, right? You would go barbecue, run around, I mean, gather. If you've ever seen or been to. We'll close them on Easter. Say, hey, that's we're what closed on Easter. No, they closed them indefinitely. They closed all week. I know, but they're saying, why did we didn't want well, you to gather? Well, they should have said that. They did not say that. They said, we're trying to prevent they're the spread. A, they're a state agency. Okay. they got to follow what the state does, which is well, they, all or nothing. No, they don't. Well, then yes. they tried doing, in California, they tried a they tried doing a virtual meeting. Oh, yeah. So, like a Zoom meeting this is for fun. All, the, all the fishermen and kind of get their take on what should we do. What do you all think about it? Yeah. Good thing. About closing some areas and stuff. And, uh, and a bunch of guys like you, over 500 guys. Anglers jumped on this Zoom meeting and just went nuts on them, and they just had to shut the meeting down. And like but the what the guys were freaking out about, and the part that I saw that was the one that that the guys in California were smart about trying to catch was that the um, that given the parks and wildlife people the ability to shut down. Uh, fishing, hunting, and fishing in areas as they felt like they needed to, like they wanted yeah, to shut never down. In. Well, so once they have that power, especially in California, where you're talking about, you know, you got this huge liberal, you know, uh, libtards out there running a bunch of stuff that you don't know. You get somebody in one of these spots and they go, "Oh yeah, we need to shut down." Fi-. I mean, they've already done it in a yeah. lot of areas. Well, and they got silly things like no lead and certain <clears throat> no hooks and certain. Certain regulations that just don't make a whole lot of sense, you know, the lead lead weights leading to lead poisoning, and <laughs> well, you got lead bullets and all yeah, that kind lead of stuff. bullets, and I mean, but, so I, I like what they they used them. They called them the enviros. Don't yeah. really want you out there to begin with. Enviros, libtards, whatever you want to use, but you know, I, I I'm trying to be sensitive to these people have and really what the other side of it is you know what are they trying to do trying to you know get us all just you know if if we can all just hang out and not do this for two weeks and i think we're all I've been willing hearing this two weeks two weeks two weeks it's been two months i know I've been well they it. didn't shut you down for two months from fishing well 
Not you. Not yet. Yeah. Not, they've sh- they they well, will. Let's just, let's just hope that that's not what happens because I, I really, from what I saw, and, you know, I, I can get going on this whole thing where you got, you know, 30-something super fit young people that are just, you know, in great condition out running or riding bikes, and they've got gloves and masks on and all that stuff while they're riding their bikes. And I'm like, I don't understand why you're, you know – so, so what you're so saying? What are you concerned about? So, and I'm telling you, people are going cuckoo. So, what you're saying yeah. here is well, you don't want it to need. lead. You don't want this to lead to something where individuals, like mayors of cities or even other people in charge of different areas, can just say we're canceling this, we're shutting this down, like that lady did, who was a uh, council member in Champaign, Illinois, who said, "All right." all guns all ammo nothing is going to be sold no bars are going to be open we're putting a blanket restriction on everything and they ended up lifting that the governor came in and said you can't do that but that's what you're worried about right of well, individuals. i'm not worried about it i'm just saying that we need to be sensitive to it because then things start happening and then that's when cody cody's got a good point is that um you know people you, you gotta there has to be an overall bigger f- picture of freedom than w- this micromanaged stuff. You know, that's why we don't live in California or New York. But it or, is nice to have regulations that are not by the government, but down by the state. We and want, they're letting the government. Right. And so there's a balance there, you know. And for the most part, I'm a huge fan of Parks and Wildlife. I am. I am. And, we, and I said that earlier this week. We praised parks and wildlife last week it was you know they they were doing great things this I, the only con and i put it out for comment i put it on my personal social media stuff i put it on 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 the outdoor zone asking and i didn't say any my opinion my side right. all i did was ask what what are the what thoughts here what 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 is what are the thoughts and everybody said well they do you know the bathrooms are the big concern or you know, my thought is the bathrooms have already been closed. They've been closed for a month. I know a month ago they were closed. You know, if they were really worried about some of this contamination stuff, they'd go to the corner of 35 and <laughs> Ben White or the corner of 35 and Ben White, and they'd clean up that homeless camp yeah. there where they got 100 Again. people, and it is it is nasty. Yeah. And there's that is just a hotbed of mess yeah. right there. Uh, but there is a there is a light at the end of the tunnel and whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, or game around the world, archery country is the place to get your gear. I wonder if anybody listening has killed a turkey with a bow this year. The staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Archery Country has Austin's only full-size range, and they got all the crossbows and crossbow gear you can need. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. Find out all the information on getting bows, getting gear, getting stuff for your kids, or you, the outdoorsman, the hunter, uh, at AustinArcheryCountry.com. AustinArcheryCountry.com. As uh, weird as this country is, this segment may not be that strange. But we'll do news of the weird on the flip side. You get it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
Welcome back to the bunkhouse. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch. But you regulators keep us going. Hey, don't forget, post your pictures of your shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store uh, on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. You can track some of the stuff that we talk about on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. Yeah, and we always want to go down. Drivers, start your engines because the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, where every vehicle is inspired by Honda's racing spirit, is going on now. And for a limited time, well-qualified buyers can get a great deal on the 2020 Honda CRV. Name the 2020 Kelly Blue Book, kbb.com, best buy race. Race to your local Honda dealer today to save money at your Central Texas Honda Dealers dot com. Now it's time for this week's news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. Feral cat colonies. Ossible Valley gets 5,000 grant to trap, neuter, and release. And Northern Michigan Animal Shelter is excited to start a program helping with the area's outdoor feral cat population. The Ossible Valley Animal Shelter received a $5,000 grant. The money will go towards trap, neuter, release program. This is the most ridiculous idea that anybody ever came up with, and it is never going to work, and it does not solve the problem, said T.J. Graney. <laughs> with the grant, the shelter was able to purchase humane traps to capture feral cats and get them spayed or neutered and vaccinated. The Ossible Valley Animal Shelter was one of 17 shelters in Michigan to receive this grant. Co-director Jenny Maple says the cats will later be released where they are found. A cat will show up at a person's house or outside, and then they start feeding that cat, and then more cats show up, and then now they're breeding, and people are still feeding these cats, and the colonies of cats just keep growing and growing until it's too much to handle. We're really excited to be able to do this for the community, and we want to hear from anyone who has seen these colonies so that we can make sure to do our part to fix the problem. Okay, first of all, those feral cats that wander over in my yard, I'm not feeding them, except to the, problem. the buzzards People that come by later. Uh, it's that wacky libtard that lives on the other side of the pasture over there that feeds them like, I mean, they right. just, and they don't understand. They just think they're feeding a little kitty. What they don't understand is how many cats are there in the United States? Okay, let me give you some facts. Okay. Uh, 
84 million owned cats in the U.S. This comes from the latest cat census report. <laughs> it's highly uh, scientific. <laughs> 80 million all? owned cats in the U.S. There's also 30 to 80 million unowned strays, feral cats, farm cats, etc. That's a lot of cats. How many birds do cats kill each year? At least one of those that live or spend time in the outdoor, highly efficient killers are having a dramatic impact. Cats are having a dramatic impact on wildlife populations. According to Peter Mara, conservation biologist and director of the Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center, Washington, D.C., cats kill somewhere between one to four billion. Yes, that's B. Birds each year in the United States and have caused a minimum of 33 extinctions. That's from the Smithsonian Migratory Bird Center in Washington, D.C. And they only eat the head off of them. What role do birds play in the ecosystem? As you might know, birds are absolutely critical to the health of the functional ecosystem, serving as pollinators, insect control, fertilizers, and seed distribution distributors among many other important functions had the uh, birds not been eaten by feral cats the coronavirus would have been stopped weeks ago wow i didn't know those two were connected <laughs> i added that part <laughs> but if you go may some, or may not be true if you go someplace out in the outdoors and you're going man i'm sitting out here and this is a beautiful lively uh, incredible outdoor running very well it's birds are chirping, right? All the stuff is working. You don't ever say, "Look at all the feral cats." <laughs> this must this must be a great. Yeah, where are they? Are they in neighborhoods and they're just eating the red birds that come to your feeder? Most of them. Well, I was out on the ranch during hunting season this year and saw a feral cat by a feeder uh, stalking the dove that were coming into the feeder. I think it said it there. If you feed them, then they start their little colonies. Right, because right. one comes and a couple come, and then you're feeding them, and then they start to mass produce. And that's what they're saying is, for whatever Male cats reason, like what up, girl? <laughs> they follow the, <laughs> I mean the cat. Right. I was gonna say something else. So they they follow that wherever they go, and so the idea here is, they're saying we can't stop people from feeding them, and so what we're gonna have to do is we're gonna have to trap them. And then, uh, you know, spade or neuter well, them my, and then bring them back. And that's it. And then why do you bring anymore. them back? You why got them. You got them. Take care. You know, I did a little calculation here, and I figured out that $5,000 would buy 50,000 uh, 22 shells, rounds. If we and got that subsonic. Yes. And if we got that $5,000, guess what? You got 84 could, million cats. It doesn't even put a dent in the population. Uh, we could, well, some feral areas. Geez, what are you doing for fun? So did I ever tell you about <laughs> that lady? Um, so there What was, we need is about 50 million rounds. There was a the point is that they trap, they have these cats. They have the problem. The, uh, part of the solution is getting rid of them. They're still, it's spayed or neutered. They're still killing the songbirds. They're still causing the disease that they cause by dropping their stuff in your 
in your boat. They're not doing their your, part to stop the spread. They're not doing anything. <laughs> stop but the spread. They probably started it. I think this whole thing came from feral cats, right? The corona, the rona. I just can't believe there's not an outrage being that there's 33 extinctions of birds. It doesn't fit the liptard's cats. agenda. Well, of course. But I just, How would you know that? I mean, are the libtards bird watchers, do you think? Well, of course. As you call some them. Some of them. Or the uh, enviros. I tell you about that. Uh, I tell you about that. Uh, when I was guiding fishing trips years ago, the uh, I had this couple that hired me, just out of the blue. They wanted to go to Lake Bastrop specifically. We went out to Lake Bastrop first thing in the morning. They fished for about an hour. They each caught a couple fish, and they said, "All right, um, if you can just work around the bank." We're state bird watchers, and we got to do a count and, you know, keep record. And we're contracted bird watchers, and we have to, you know, hey, see really how many birds. They didn't want to fish? <coughs> were they, they said, completely, totally not interested in fishing? They said, no, I mean, they kind of like to fish or whatever, but they said, you can fish all you want. We're just lo- we're just going to start tabulating the birds we see in here. And uh, if you would just stay close to the bank. And I was like. Okay, Hello. come on. <laughs> They're like, seat. "Oh, that's a twiddling twiddling curly feather." And I'm <laughs> like, "Oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Got another one." So, Did I scare them off? <laughs> I was going to tell you in our neighborhood, in the somehow they would appear these little mounds of cat food on my sidewalk. There would be like three or four of them, and wherever those were, that's where the ant piles would start. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so I'm always trying to fi- – I was trying to figure out how in the – how do they you get there? You spray poison on them, on the cat food. On the cat food. That's a good idea. <laughs> to kill the ants. So one morning kill the ants. I left really early to go to the airport to catch one of those flights like TJ did. At, what is it? Like it leaves at 545 in Red the morning. Red eye. Really red eye. And I walk out there, and there it is, the cat lady and her husband. And they got a bag of cat food, and they're walking around, and they're dropping it on the sidewalks all around the neighborhood. <laughs> That's what they do every morning. And so I raised hell, and I, I went over there, and I said, I finally caught, don't do this. And, like, we have a right to feed the cats because nobody else is going. I said, you could do it, but don't do it on my property because my granddaughter, who's, like, one and a half, will walk through here, and she doesn't know anything about ant piles, and she gets in the fire ants, and that's really, really bad. I'm trying to keep them down. And the guy had to get me between me and the lady because she was so boiled up about me not caring about the feral cats and he was like he's like diane just be quiet diane just move back and he he moved her all the way over to the end and she was screaming over him at me you I don't know where care you about live, the cat diane that lives in the neighborhood all right. oh so now you got a hunter down <laughs> no right? i just want to figure out if if they're doing that at five thirty, then we can go behind them and drop little uh, uh treats at uh, 6.30. Little saucers and of antifreeze. <laughs> just sweep it up. Just go behind them with your, with your blower on reverse and just go. <laughs> That's hey, a good idea. This week we went to uh, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. They got a, a killer system set up. They have the curbside orders, and you just call them on the phone and put in your order, and then you drive over there. They see you pull up. Or you can knock on the door, but you sh- show up over there, and they come out with your order bagged up, packaged up. We had the uh, 
crab, cheese, macaroni, uh, and we had uh, the shrimp poor boys, and we had uh, a salad, and it was spectacular. Sounds like you're struggling at this time. I'm struggling because I'm hungry again <laughs> for my morning fried shrimp. Anyway, uh, Shore Raw Bar and Grill serving regional coastal cuisine, f- combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They also had a really cool special that they were doing for a Thanksgiving dinner uh, with some steak and uh, Easter. I mean, Easter. And I don't know if they have any left or not, but call our buddies over there. Just go to shoreatx.com, shoreatx.com. For more information on uh, their curbside order and their Easter special, uh, located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, number one restaurant in our in Austin right now for the Outdoor Zone guys. Just go get more information on the Easter special and the curbside order at ShoreATX.com. ShoreATX. Game Warden Field Notes up next, plus a whole nother hour of the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live 24-7, 365. Catch us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We trust our friends at Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. For all your warranty needs, Sun Automotive can help. Their mechanics can service all your car needs with top-of-the-line ASE certified technicians. They can handle all your stuff. We took a John Michael, my son, took his car over there the other day, dropped it off. They changed the oil, came back out, gave him the keys. He was done. Super simple, super easy, and they can help you keep your car running in this crazy time. SunAutoService.com. You can find locations Around Central Texas, our family locations, the one over at 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, one at 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Just find out all the details and information at sunautoservice.com, and you can also track them on Facebook. Got a ton of great stuff there. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone. To our friends and members of the community at the Nile Maxwell GMC family, our employees and customers are the heart of our business. That's why we're taking extraordinary measures to ensure the healthiest possible environment to keep our employees safe so we can provide the safest buying experience for our customers. So shop at home at nilemaxwellgmc.com. Or shop with us. Either way you shop, we'll make it easy to buy. Let us help you find the perfect GMC that fits you, whether it's the 2020 Terrain, Acadia Canyon, or Yukon. Every single one is powerfully capable and engineered to deliver you performance that provides a smooth ride. Remember, you can shop with us online anytime at NileMaxwellGMC.com. We're going to make the buying a vehicle or scheduling service as easy as possible. Nile Maxwell GMC. 
exit 256 in Round Rock, or online at nilemaxwellgmc.com. We are professional grade. Now it's time for our game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. What in the world have you guys got going on in Hayes County over there? Game board field notes, meth, illegal artifacts, and Baby Yoda on date night. Uh, it's never a dull day for Texas Parks and Wildlife Department game wardens. Uh, the Hayes County game warden responded to the scene after receiving a photo from a game camera. Now, I'm guessing that was one of the cell phone game cameras sure, that shoots yeah. an immediate picture over to your phone mm-hmm. with an alert. <laughs> Come on, boys. That's good stuff. The couple was digging an archaeological Native American burial site on the property, and the warden found them in a hole previously dug by other trespassers. Before the warden could say anything to either person, he said the man hastily stood up, and he said he was digging for arrowheads. He wasn't digging for arrowheads at all, and that he hates diggers. Oh, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> okay, was, problem number one. It was <laughs> later learned the couple were were husband and wife, and they were out on a date. Ding, ding, ding. Problem two. Okay. The couple was detained in place and placed in the warden's vehicle where Texas Parks and Wildlife says the man admitted he had a glass pipe in his pocket he used to smoke CBD oils. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> three. Number three. And it was shaped like Baby Yoda. <laughs> And it had small, clear white crystals consistent with the look of crystal meth. Ding, 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 ding. The warden went to speak to the woman, and she said she had no no idea that they were on private property, yeah, even though the couple had walked past multiple no trespassing signs to get where the warden found them. Ding, 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 After the warden finished talking with the woman, he returned to the front of his vehicle, and the baby Yoda pipe was not there anymore. Oh. <gasps> The warden asked the man if he knew where the pipe went, and the man replied he did not know. The warden looked around and found the pipe broken in a ha- in half in the middle of a fresh footprint a feet in front of the vehicle. First of all, <laughs> the idiot thrown it. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I don't know why I had that thought, but. He thought Yoda would walk off on his own. Oh, Yoda. Any further invest- <laughs> uh, after further investigation, saw fresh disturbed dirt and a small and saw a small hole, and the cu- uh, the couple was found in. The warden looked through the woman's purse and found several rubber gardening gloves, each with, so she was actually protected from yes. corona, uh, <laughs> with four Native American artifacts inside each of them. Wow. Huh, they went to Hayes County, and while they were on their way in the back of the police car, the uh, the man claimed he had coronavirus, then leaned forward against the partition of the police car and coughed towards the officers. Aggressively coughed. <laughs> Both Can were you charged. draw your weapon at that point? <laughs> Tase you. It'd be a nice, simple way to solve <laughs> this Now problem. you don't have coronavirus. <laughs> the least of you have bullet wounds. <laughs> oh, man. Both were charged with criminal trespass and antiquities code violations. The man was also charged with possession of the controlled substance, tampering with evidence, and harassment of a public servant. I'm surprised they let him off so easy with that harassment of a public servant because 
you could have done Dude. you could have gone deep with that charge somehow so can you imagine the game warden walking up on this and just seeing this couple the claims are out on a date they're digging a hole they've got a baby yoda they've got a glass pipe they're i mean just walk through this for a second and what those game well, wardens they're on deal math, with bro they're yeah, on but this is what they deal i saw with. a guy this morning on the way into the ranch i saw a guy this morning and uh, he, he was, was walking around late at night, and it made me think, I wonder if he's been up all night. I wonder if he's trouble looking for something to happen. Hey, one of the things that uh, I want to make sure I mention is our buddies over at farmranchstore.com. Uh, and one of the coolest things about the farmhouse that you're building on, Cody Ryan, and one of the things that I love about our place is the fencing out front. I mean, yeah. the fencing out front tells a story. They got stay tough fencing, the best uh, net fencing you can for your farm or ranch. They have livestock fencing for cows, horse, sheep, goats. Also, wildlife fencing, including high fence for deer. And all your gates as well. All the gates to go with it, all the stay tough tools for installation of your fencing. Fencing is a, a critical element of a ranch or a farm, whether it's a 10-acre whether it's your your beautiful 10-acre piece or your 10,000-acre piece, uh, fencing and gates are an incredibly important part of that, um, part of what you got to take take care of and keep up with. So check out our buddies over at FarmRantStore.com for all your fencing needs and all the tools to get your fencing up. They got everything you need for fencing. That Rancher Farm, farmranchstore.com. All right, we've got a whole other hour of your favorite outdoor radio show. Catch us 24-7, 365 throughout the week. And happy Easter, this Easter episode Amen. of The Outdoor Zone. Uh, catch us at theoutdoorzone.com.